Welcome back. All you fabricated flashbacks to the super, not funny show, Supercast. The Supercast where we talk about all things superhero in our pop culture media, and that's video games, movies, TV shows. We talk about the news, do a little speculation, all that good nerdy stuff. I am Mole Pepe, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and lover of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. Lottie, how you doing this evening? I'm doing fine. I was a little pissed off a bit, but it has nothing to do with what's going on, but something I want to do, but don't let this, don't, I'm not going to let it ruin my parade. There, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're... We're doing a late night uh, record because uh, somebody, aka me, forgot we were supposed to be recording yesterday. So I had to do it after getting off to work. But uh, we're going to make it happen tonight. Um, Lottie, been watching anything cool lately? I know we've been watching Last of Us. Anything else? Uh, Vinland Saga is uh, really good. Of course, there's Vox Machina. And uh, there was another show I can't remember. Um, that I was watching. I can't think of it. Must not be that good. <laughs> no, no, it's it's no. like I watch it in passing. Right, I got you. Yeah. We, if you uh, you guys uh, are on the channel, I of course have been reviewing a bunch of stuff, and <clears throat> I've been trying to watch the new the Willow show that just finished its first season, and um, it's aight. <laughs> it's aight, I guess. Um, there's in in a world of of uh, you know, binaries. It's I guess I, I would say, yeah, you can watch it, but you know, it could be better. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh we're here to talk about superhero stuff and we got uh just all news this week. Uh, we're gonna do a kind of a shortened show. Uh but we got five things to talk about today uh that have kind of uh bubbled up to the surface. So uh first we're gonna uh Lottie we're gonna talk about uh, Jeremy Renner and see where he is uh, in his recovery. We're going to talk about uh, the Invincible Season 2 teaser. Uh, also, we will talk about the Harley Quinn Valentine's uh, special uh, trailer that dropped uh, unexpectedly. Uh, Angela Bassett makes, uh, makes history for Marvel. And then finally, uh, a, couple of, uh, a couple of unexpected or maybe expected departures for the dc universe over on um on hbo max so we're going to talk about all that ready to go lottie yeah i'm ready let's get to it uh for i think uh you know we were all really you know uh, you know hit blindsided if you will by the news that jeremy renner you know was in serious serious condition uh like a few weeks ago uh in a, I guess, a snowplow accident or something like that. And uh, fortunately, you know, the, he got medical care and everything like that. He got to the hospital, but he's just kind of been, you know, recovering from surgeries and everything. <clears throat> and Lottie, I, th- I think you said something that about he had 30 broken bones or something like that, or he had said that. I can't remember. Uh, but either way, uh, that doesn't mean that, you know, we've been kept in the dark. In fact, uh, uh, he or whoever is managing his social media has been keeping us up to date. So we did get a an update uh, from Jeremy Renner about uh, his status as uh, in his recovery. And we got a picture, too, which was really cool. Um, he said, um, 
that 30 plus broken bones will man grow stronger just like the love and bond with family and friends deepens so uh and we saw like someone basically i guess a nurse or something helping him with his uh rehab so lottie sounds to me like you know he's not out of the woods but he's definitely you know he's on the men and everything uh he's got he sounds upbeat and everything like that and i know he knows everyone's kind of pulling for him so uh your thoughts on on jeremy renner's he's you know kind of working working his way through his uh you know his uh ailments yeah i'm happy i'm happy to hear this man because this this uh you all we, you know this was this ha like a lot of this was happening during just like this weird time during the holidays just everybody's just you know getting have having freak accidents not just in the you know the comic book world it was in the sports world it was in just real life just a whole bunch of stuff happening happy to, happy to hear that he's doing much 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 better and that he could he could definitely make a recovery because you know a lot of people are just debating on the you know being and i feel like it was being insensitive on there going like oh then who's gonna be hawkeye man don't yeah. who cares about that <laughs> who cares about that man let's focus on let's just focus on him being able to just be alive and then after that him able to walk and do things on his own who cares about hawkeye yeah you know that's true i mean we're, we you know we're all <laughs> we, we tend to think think about ourselves but you know his uh his injury i think my my first thing i was like it's whenever stuff like this i, I was just like no man like and i was like how serious is it like it i know we i don't know jerry renner from anybody all i know is i've seen him on movies and stuff and he plays a character i like but that still doesn't mean that you know this injury happening doesn't doesn't sort of make us think like hey you know that's you know we hope that whatever happened to him um it, you know it's recoverable and that it's not any lasting uh damage or anything um but i i just love the fact that you know he's been really open and kind of like sharing with the world because i think there's I, I know i understand people want privacy and everything but i think him deciding to kind of share with the world that hey i'm still you know i'm, I'm sort of i'm making it through this and, and everything that has been kind of a, a good thing you know <clears throat> And I think there's a lot of goodwill uh, towards him. So, uh, either way, it's, these are this is good news. Glad to see it. Glad to hear it. And hopefully, we'll hear more uh, good news on his progress uh, as the weeks and months go forward. So, uh, again, uh, speedy recovery for Jeremy Renner. So, moving on to the next item, <clears throat> Lottie. I, I've, I forgot to talk about this last week, and. You know, probably for a good reason. Like, I was salty. Can I tell you I was salty? So salty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's about this invincible teaser uh, that we got. It just kind of dropped. Uh, I don't want to say it was out of nowhere. I think it had been hinted at that, that there was going to be something. And it was, it was Invincible and Alan the Alien at a, you know, at a burger mart eating burgers. And basically talking about how you know there's so much work to be done on the show but season two is definitely coming uh and but late 2023 and that's that's what it was it was and like there was some show you know there was some funny little things in it but whatever so lottie <clears throat> i was salty 
I, I mean, like, I would prefer that they didn't do it at all. That that little thing that they did was, I'm sure it, they thought it was cute, and and some people probably like, yeah, or, you know, cool, it's coming. All I could think was, bitch, if y'all got new uh, footage to show, what are you even doing here? Like, you could have put that, you could have put that shit on a poster. You could have put a shit on a poster saying, it's coming in late 2023. But you had me all excited, had me all ready. I was at work and they said, new Invincible teaser. I was like, oh, sh-. as soon as I get home from work, about to pop this thing on. I I sat down, got my drink, sat on the couch. I, I put YouTube on the TV. I was like, it's about to be on and popping. I'm about to see some stuff. And I saw two two dudes sitting there talking about how we're working on it. I was, let me just, I'm telling you, I was just salty. I was like, what the hell was the point of that? What was that? Lottie, explain to me, what was the point of that? Help me not be salty. I know a lot of people, not just you, that were upset with that. And I don't blame you guys. But I feel that as a guy who who, who, who puts out content, I feel I completely understand what they were doing with that. It may not be what you wanted, but it showed. And this is what I explained to some of my friends who were saying the same thing. It showed enough in the sense of like it it shows you that the animation is better. The artwork is better. The light, the lighting is going to be better because it's sort of like instead of it being like this teaser trailer, you're seeing invincible blooded beaten up and all that stuff it's more like a tech demo just to show you what they what they have now instead of giving you everything because it's like why show a trailer when it's not coming out anytime soon and the main reason why they did this is because you may because i i know you don't really look at comment sections too much but you know the Vox Machina trailer? Mm-hmm. Majority of the comments were "Where is Invincible?" Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. People, people YouTube, YouTube are were not happy. But yeah. even that, not just that, just everywhere, Instagram, every everybody is saying "Where is Invincible?" Like every time Amazon releases any type of thing. Where is Invincible? Where is Invincible? Oh, Where is Invincible? I, I Where is Invincible? There, so there, they're there just in, like, yeah, here, let's make this. They're, they're as insufferable as the Warrior Nun people for Netflix. <laughs> Those people, I, I swear to God, you can't post anything about Netflix without somebody coming in and be like, renew uh, Warrior Nun for season three. I'm like, will you get the get out of here? This is about, it, this isn't even related to Warrior Nun. Get away. But okay. yep. I, I get it. It's look. I get what they're saying. Like for real, we're working on it. It's coming. I for real, for real. And then they wanted to do something more than just be like, "Hey, we're working on it." I still am just like, "Bitch, I'm so so used to teasers showing teasing." This wasn't teasing. This was more, you know, this is wasn't a teaser. This is more of a, you know, a promise for something to happen. I'm like, I, uh, I was just salty. Um, I wanted to see some, some anything, anything to get me hyped up. And all this did was just make me think, God damn it. Late 2023 could be, it could be December. We could literally be 11 months away from this. So 
I'm sorry. It didn't do what it, it did what it was supposed to, which was let me know that something was coming. Did not make me happy though. So <laughs> do I can't say do better because the next time we see it, it's, they're, they're totally going to do better. So either way, I just wanted to get that off my chest. I want that. That's the whole point of this was for me to to you know be a salty bitch about it. So. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we'll we'll talk about Invincible when they release more information. Uh, let's talk about an actual trailer that that promised showed some stuff and actually promised something cool in the future, and that is, a, a, and it was a huge surprise too. Harley Quinn is getting a Valentine's Day special. Well, first of all, Lottie, have you outside of like network TV shows, has there have you ever heard of a show having this like a valentine's day special just a, a special episode for valentine's day i've never seen that before uh i've seen it for like cartoons though i've seen it for cartoons but like like an adult thing not really and and but we're literally not in the season it's not even like usually the the shows are in the season so they're like let's talk about valentine's day or or Christmas. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. we're literally not, they are this is like if you were at marvel this is a special presentation uh, which, for number one, yes, please, and more of these, like for real. Uh, and second, uh, this is a gi- I didn't. This is a gift I didn't know that I was getting, and th- it's it's like a, an awesome gift. Because Harley Quinn, let's just call it like it is. Let, let's be real. It's the best DC TV show uh, running. Uh, well, I don't know. Peacemaker's pretty pretty high up there too. But I will say neck and neck for me with them harley quinn is so awesome and then they dropped this trailer and i you know i got some thoughts about it but lottie you got you just got to see this one um what did you think about it there's a lot of what the wtf's happening in this like (laughs) harley quinn was always like mature but i feel like they're almost they're they're like like at the edge of almost touching like animated softcore porn, like it's getting that I'm, level I'm where I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm failing whoa! See, I'm failing to see a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, it's they keep they're just like, oh hey, you thought hero gasm was bad? We're one up that. Oh, you thought that was bad? We're gonna completely one up that in the damn trailer, in the trailer. Not in it's not like this is the episode. It was the trailer showing this. Right. It shows a woman getting banged in the background <laughs> in her window <laughs> while they're talking. I mean this I, I, it's <laughs> it's it's on brand. It's a, it's exactly on brand. There it had some great oh god, it had some great jokes. She she said, what did she say? You cannot get mad at me. For, for getting you off too good. That's not a thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I just could, I couldn't. And and I understand the, the context, but it, it was so funny. Bane is, it, man, of course Bane's got to be. And, and Etr- they had Etrigan. I, I mean, I, I don't know what to say other than whoever's writing, the writers of this show are some of the smartest and funniest people making shit right now. Because that's 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 a great deep cut, and it made sense, and it was a hilarious little joke. 
<clears throat> that Etrigan made. And I kind of I kind of love that. Um, this looks, you know, we weren't expecting this. And it's going to be just like another nice little addition to, you know, the Harley Quinn canon. Uh, and also, I love that, uh, you know, they show some of the heroes and they're, they're you know, they're, do- they're having their love affairs, too. It's I mean, look, I think it was a perfect trailer and I can't wait for this shit. It, it looks mm-hmm. great. So, um, <clears throat> yes, even if it's uh, animated softcore porn. I mean, I've watched anime, so I mean... Hentai. I, I I've watched anime before, so I I know what's up. But I I don't I think it's gonna be not as much of that. Uh, but it still looks pretty fun. So, that you know, uh, this watching this trailer also made me think of something, and it is that there adult animated shows, you know, there's a lot of there, you know there are a bunch of them. You know, some of them I can't get into or whatever. But they're like shows like Velma, they they aspire to be Harley Quinn. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I know you have know you haven't watched it, but you've heard me talk about it. That's that wishes it could be Harley Quinn. There and there are other shows that wish they that they could do what Harley Quinn is doing, uh, which is just kind of you know tear not tear down but throw shade or or take the piss out of or subvert all sorts of things we think we know about, you know, the DC universe or heroes or whatever, and kind of, you know, go at it a di- in a different way and still be smart and funny about it. Make, you know, make uh, sex jokes and make, you know, uh, all sorts of like kind of low humor jokes, but also make really smart commentary and all that stuff. And Velma wishes it could do that. And this, this, and this one trailer, this trailer, let me say, is better than all the four episodes I've watched of Velma. <laughs> Just like straight up. And, you wow. know, well, I mean, but it's for a reason. Because uh, over the course of, you know, a few seasons, those writers have kind of, they've really figured out the voice of Harley and, and Ivy and, you know, uh, King Shark and Batman. Are they, they know exactly how they're supposed to talk and the things that they're talking about, how they were, they know how to give that to us in a, an entertaining way. Like it's so I'm rambling on. The point is I can't fucking wait for this. So we got to get this in a few weeks. That's a, you know, we did, we, we weren't supposed to get something until season. What is it? Season three or four season three. Yeah. And you know, well, good. This is a good teaser. So invincible. That's how you do a teaser. Damn it. <laughs> so anyway, that's coming up soon. We're going to review that when it drops. Um, some big news here. Um, uh, coming to you from from DC. Big news if you if you are a big fan of, um, you know, uh, the Titan show and the Doom Patrol show. Big ass surprise, or I don't think you're going to be surprised by this. They've been canceled. The the Titan. Titans and Doom Patrol have been canceled. Uh, I think they both had four seasons. I want to say three or four four seasons. Um, Lottie, I don't even... Did you... We watched one episode of Doom Patrol, right? Have you watched Titans at all? No. Um, Unfortunately, no. On the scale of uh, one to ten, or a scale of... um, 
I don't know. I can't believe this to uh, my gosh, who could have called this? Uh, how surprised are you by this? I am zero percent surprised by this at all. This does not surprise me. I mean, I sort of saw this coming, honestly. Yeah, I mean, who's watching this? My first, my first question: Who's watching these shows? I know people and people I listen to or whatever, uh, you know, online. I know people are watching this, but who, who really is watching these shows? I've heard Doom Patrol is really good. Now, I mean, the first episode we watched it seemed pretty cool. Have, have we gone back to watch more? No. I watched the no. first season of, season of Titans. It was fine. You know, it kind of cool in in some ways and kind of okay in other ways. Have I watched the second season? No. <clears throat> no. So, and also, here's here's the the main thing. Where are they airing Titans and Doom Patrol? That's that, that they're airing on HBO Max. And HBO Max exclusives are getting canceled left and right because they're trying yeah. to save they're trying to save money and they need shit to make money. Now note things that play on HBO itself, they're not getting canceled, right? Things that are only on HBO Max are getting canceled. As we've said before, they don't make no money off of these shows, right? <clears throat> you put a movie straight to streaming, doesn't make any money. You put a TV show straight to streaming, doesn't make any money, right? That's because, you know, basically it's just like with, with uh, the Snyder Cut. They spent $70 million to put a movie on there and it drove no real, no appreciable new subscribers. So it didn't make, it, it, it was a $70 million vanity project. <clears throat> and as nice as these shows may be, they aren't driving people to go subscribe to HBO Max. And no. And they're not on HBO itself. So they're not getting, you know, being counted as part of the subscribers, you know, for HBO. And they're not on, you know, a network TV uh, channel where there are ads. I mean, HBO Max has ads, but if this were on Tubi or on um, or on ABC or NBC, whatever, they would get ad revenue, right? And yeah. so, so there's honestly, this is true of all streaming shows that are exclusively on, you know, premium streamers. They are money. They lose money. Not because they're bad or anything, but because every year that Netflix or HBO Max or you know Paramount have exclusive content for their channel or for their their streaming service, they're paying money for that, and they're paying residuals, and they're paying you know there there's a constant stream of money out their pocket, and they have a constant stream of money into their pocket because of people subscribe, but that's a set amount. They only have so many subscribers, right? They have no yeah if they don't have ad revenue or whatever how do you make your money back so this doesn't surprise me they're cutting costs they're trying to get back in the black and you know and also James Gunn and Peter Safran are about to do their own thing so all these legacy things are are on the chopping block even though James Gunn did say on Twitter that this decision was made before they became uh, in charge. So it's not really on them. It's on, you know, other people. 
So anyway, Lottie, that's a so some inside baseball there. Um, but I like, and I you know I want to get your thought on this. Does this then free up the Titans and Doom Patrol, either this iteration or new iterations, for uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran to work with? Listen, don't you don't don't do it. Don't you dare. I see what you're doing. You see what you're doing. You, you, you know how much I want to see a Teen Titans thing. Don't don't you do it. I see what you're doing. And I won't let you do it to me. I won't let you do I'm it. But in all like seriously, in all seriousness, yeah, they're free. In all seriousness, sometimes you have to sacrifice. Sometimes you have to sacrifice for the greater good. I'm sorry. I know there are there are, there are Doom Patrol fans that text me like, "How oh, could he?" I was just like, "Well, guys, I'm. So- I know you guys are like you're you were there since day one, but uh, I watched episode one and I was like, eh. it's fine. <laughs> it's it's fine. It's, it's, How could he?" Like, I I get I guess people. You know what's what's going on here? Like, a lot of this is very opaque to just average viewers. Even even nerds who are really like, "Ooh, I love this. I, you know, I like this. I like that." Like, I, this is not a not a DC example, but ask yourself, why did Agents of Shield run so long? Right. Mm-hmm. Agents of Shield ran for seven seasons. Now, was it the most popular Marvel thing? Most people that like Marvel shit never watched one episode of that thing, right? And yet it yeah. ran for seven seasons. Well, part of the reason is because it ran on network TV, and that it can pay for it. It 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 pays for itself it's, because itself. of ad revenue, right? Yeah. And they're trying to get there on HBO. You know, they have an ad tier and everything like that. But the truth is that most people who are going to have HBO are not going to have that part, right? Or if you do have HBO, they're going to get it for one thing and then cancel it, right? So everything that's on HBO Max exclusively has got to justify itself by being excellent. It can't be just good. It can't just be aight. It's got to be excellent. Because if it's not, it's not justifying its existence. And I hate to say, look, I hate to say that, but business is business. You know, they're they're not making superhero shit just to, you know, just for the love of their art. That is in no way the reason why Zaslav cares about DC. All he cares about is them dollar bills. He's he Zaslav, y'all y'all y'all, bill, y'all 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 think he's Conan the Barbarian swinging his axe? No, he's money bag Mickey. Like you know, he is. He's trying to get he's trying to get that money, and <laughs> and that the axe only exists so he can make that cash. So, he's money back. He's money back bunny. Uh, Bugs Bunny. <laughs> That's what he is. <laughs> money back Bugs. Because oh, what's what's the Yosemite? Who who's the, what's the real real Yosemite Sam? See, y'all see, y'all see, y'all see. I want my money, y'all. <laughs> So he's, I mean, he's not, he's not doing this because he, to be honest, Zaslav, yeah, I'm sure maybe he likes him. He's doing this for money. So understand that as much as you like Titans, not enough people liked it. As much as you like Doom Patrol, not enough people watched it. 
And that's just that's just the truth. And that's what that's why we're not getting more of it. And this is good. Look, I'll even say this. It's good. You have those things exist. You can continue to watch them. You know, the, you don't get more, but you can watch them again. And now something new's coming down the line. If you're a, a comic book fan, you should be used to this. They change shit up all the time, you know, trying to reinvigorate, trying to get things moving. So <clears throat> I think uh, comic book movie and TV fans should un- should get used to that feeling of, oh, shit, they're upending my world. It's that's the that's that's the life of being one of a fan of these things. The MCU have gotten people to think that it's just shit's going to be continuous for for decades. That's not the way it really is uh, with comic no. book stuff. Anywho, um, too bad for them, but you know, good run, and you know, maybe we'll watch them one of these days. Um, final bit of news: I, I saved the best for last, Lottie, and that's this. Um, Let's, you know, let's bow to the queen. Let's, you know, let, let's go ahead and give her her flowers because Angela Bassett has uh, made history for um, the MCU uh, for being the first uh, Oscar-nominated actor uh, and for her role as Qu- uh, Queen Ramonda in uh, Black Panther um, Wakanda Forever, which we, look, we call this, right? Like, I, th- I don't think, I honestly... I was hearing people talk about that before the movie even came out. The first critics were talking about how great she was and that they're like, she's going to get an Oscar nomination. And I was like, that sounds good. Let me see. Then I saw the movie and she was amazing. Just absolutely amazing. Owned the screen at all times. You know, had a, had a great, you know, kind of uh, send off. All that stuff. And then, um, and then she, got a, she won the Golden Globe for it you know so the first major acting award that um that a, the mcu has gotten so here we are where they they announced these on tuesday and you know she uh was on the on the list and i've heard she may be a front runner <clears throat> so lottie i'm i'm gonna say no surprise right no um, she, she deserved it she definitely deserved yeah. it uh, um well, how do you not only how do you feel about her, you know, uh, you know, her uh, get, getting the nomination, but kind of making history here uh, for the M- MCU. And do you think that maybe this is going to, you know, I don't want to say change the approach, but maybe change or inspire more, uh, more of the writing and, and uh, story direction to try to go for more prestige and less, you know, theatric and I don't want to say theatric but less um, you know not want to say blockbustery but you know what I'm saying pew pew pow pow and more prestige you know acting because here's the thing the the MCU has been has been surrounded by talented actors actors and actresses it's just as unfortunate that it's so like You'll get one cool acting scene, then the next thing you'll see an alien jump out of a portal. So it kind of takes some of the old heads that are, you know, st- that still vote for the Oscars, Golden Globes, and all that stuff. They, they it takes them out of it because there's some really good acting. I feel like sometimes the MCU should start doing 
more grounded films and like you said more on like more more good acting in storytelling instead of just pew pew explosion big cgi final boss sometimes let the final boss be their own person what they're going through you know because the thing what what, what, what the the reason why Angela Bassett won the one is go, is probably going to win is being nominated and probably is going to win is because she's playing a role that black black women not just in America but around the world have faced they're in a they they she's taking over a household where her husband is gone and her son is gone people can connect to that and that's probably something that Angela Bassett, not just through seeing movies, she's probably experienced in her own life. Maybe not not in her family, but someone she knows. That is something that we can connect to. Sometimes I feel like Marvel, Marvel, DC, and a lot of these comic book things, and this is what makes us, this is why people are so addicted to Invincible. Because... When you make the character, you can make the character connect to us so much. It not only leads us to, um, what do you call it? What's the word I'm trying to use? It makes us not only root for the character, but it makes us see ourselves into the character. Put ourselves in that person's position. When you're a billionaire philanthropist, I, I mean... Only people that can, only people that can put themselves in Iron Man shoes is Bill Gates and freaking uh what's his name uh, uh Jeff Bezos and um you know what I mean the billionaires we can't really connect with them you know what I mean and not and I'm not just saying just because Iron Man's a billionaire but I'm saying he do, we they're not doing a very good job of having us connect with his character because he doesn't go through much or they didn't write him that he goes through stuff. That a regular person can go through. You know what I mean? Well, uh, I mean, I don't. I, I think that the thing about Tony is that there are many aspects of him that we can't identify with. But in terms of like his interpersonal connections with other people and all, there are some aspects of him that, you know, it's just we don't need a billion dollars to be going through his inner turmoil about his, you know, his relationship to his parents or. <clears throat> His his uh you know his uh, desire to kind of get closer to Pepper, um, being uh, <clears throat> what he's being uh, ashamed of the, his legacy, like being you know toxic and and, and wanting to like reverse that and, and be a be good forceful. There's a bunch of stuff in him that being a billionaire is just kind of like the the outer coating. And there's other things we understand, but but. I get your point in that with with Queen Ramonda, her journey as a, as a character in that movie was often had very little to do with, you know, it had pretty much nothing to do with any superheroics, any anything like that, and more to do with, as you said, a strong woman having, you know, facing a horrible loss and having to keep it together under extreme pressures from outside. And and to bear all of that with dignity and grace, 
and still at you know you know in a moment of loss kind of exploding you know in a you know in a powerful way so there's so much you know that she kind of brought to that um to that 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 you could really feel like like you could and then because she, in the first movie you know she was sort of not as much a prominent of care she's kind of in the back you know in the background because it was about t'challa but in this one she got to be a lot more up front and we learned about more about her as a person beyond what we saw in the first movie and i think it really you know she really connected with everyone that in that um in the movie in such a way that when ultimately there's you know her the you know the final parts of her character meant something but uh and also angela bassett's awesome so like yeah. I've, I've she's been to me she's been awesome for decades now and it's so it's so great to see her you know she's our and she, you know she's she was oscar nominated before it is so great to see her you know get it again and i i hope i hope she does win i have I have a feeling that they're going to be lame and like be like, "Ooh, it's a comic book movie." I I, I hope that's not true because uh, she is great. So uh, either way, I do hope that this also means that you know that Kevin Feige will, and you know all the all the producers and everything, they'll aim for scripts that are, you know, because comic books, yes, they can be silly and and you know adventurous and exciting and all that other stuff. I was, and you know, this is unrelated to Black Panther, but this is about the fact that comic book stories can do everything. I was, I I don't know if you got to see this, but someone posted um, a a clip from a new, from the new uh, Nightwing comic book. And then apparently in in the DC Comics right now, uh, the Justice League is disbanded and everything. And... Batman's basically asked Dick Grayson to sort of put together a new team of, of uh, Titans or whatever to kind of step in for, for the Justice League and to be the leader and everything. There's this nice little, there's this nice little, you know, three page thing where he's basically saying, you know, I'm not, I've, I was sucked as a as a dad, and they're at Alfred's grave, who's apparently dead. He's like. You know, I was bad as a dad and like I was just but you know and I you know I wasn't there for you and I'm emotionally and all this other stuff but you know I'd always thought that you were going to be the better you know you were going to be a better man than me and everything and, and this I'm I'm you know I'm kind of you know fast forwarding through all this but the point was that there's a it's a dick and Bruce having a father-son moment where one of them's like I I failed you and he's like you didn't fail me you know you taught me and everything like that i just want to be good enough for you and he says you are better than me and that's why you're the right person there's this it's it is and they call each other dad and son and that it's so it made me it made me tear up because comics can do that and i want marvel to remember that comics can do that right yeah, to, to rem- they did that in an in, in Endgame. I can't. I cannot watch Tony's death without crying. It just. I've I've tried. I've watched it over and over again. I've watched it many times. I can't. They can do it. I know they can do it. 
And I want them to kind of aim for that some more because you can get you have you can get top notch actors. They've got some of the best actors that have ever done it to be in their movies. Great. Now give them some meat to you know give them a bone to chew on give them scenes to chew on give them dialogue to chew on because there's no reason why a, a marvel movie can't be oscar nominated and win it can they they can if they don't allow the comic book aspect of it to overwhelm the fact that it needs to tell a story where it's about emotion and character and and it gives actors a chance to stretch and really do some things, right? That I think. So anyway, I could go on. <clears throat> I love the fact that this happened. I hope she wins and uh, it'll be a great victory, not just for Marvel, but for comic books, uh, movies in general. And we really want to see that. So uh, anyway, Lottie, I think that's all. That's all of our stuff for for today um but uh you know maybe we missed something maybe you guys uh had some things you had to say about these different topics or what uh about what we had to say uh get down to the comment section and let us know your thoughts and of course you can always hit us up super not funny show at gmail.com or at super not funny s1 on twitter and uh do us a favor get down there hit the like button on this video and um Hit subscribe and the notification bell. All that good stuff helps with this channel. Uh, helps it to grow. Helps more people to see these videos. And of course, I couldn't do this by myself. I need Lottie's help uh, to put the supercast together. So Lottie, where can they reach you on social media? Well, you can always find me on my uh, Instagram, which is uh, Anukinihun. It's spelled A-N-U-K-I-N-I-H-U-N. Again, it's A-N-U-K-I-N-I. H-U-N. And of course, you can also find me on my YouTube YouTube channel, which is Keenyhoon25. Uh, Dead Space Remake is coming out very soon. So all of you guys, if you're ready to poop your pants on stream with me, <laughs> um, prepare yourself. I'm pretty sure it comes out Friday. So as soon oh, as it shoot. comes out, I'm streaming it. So oh, y'all watch out for that. <laughs> what? You're not playing Forspoken? Wow. How dare you? <laughs> oh, that game. <laughs> I, man, I could talk about it. Anyway, I won't. Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys go show Lottie some love on his socials and uh, check out his live streams. All right, all you fabricated fleshbacks, thanks for joining us on this, the 86th episode of the Supercast. Come back next week. Got plenty more to talk about, man. I can't believe January is almost over. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be plenty more news. And hey, Maybe James Gunn and Peter Safran will even actually release their information like they said they would. We're going to see. Uh, until then, I've been Mo Lake-Fupay, your resident fabricant and comic extraordinaire on all things pop culture, joined by the anime expert, video game designer, and love of all things superhero, my good friend Lottie. We'll see you guys on the other side of the thread. Peace. Peace. Peace.